To grab your bourbon, your beer or your brew, half a sugar and almond milk, just the way you like it, and strap in while we talk about some various stuff that's gone on in the week. I am not joined by our incredible, invincible, infamous futurist, uh, T. He is um, recovering after having his second COVID vaccination injection, so uh, we'll be listening along and uh, enjoy the show, T. However, I am joined by Mr. Fantastic himself, our flexible friend, the pyjama prince of the pause that was promised. How you doing, B? Match Maroon. <laughs> that pause was so long, I was actually wondering whether you'd heard me. <laughs> And what was that a greeting for? Uh, it's it's to all our Game of Thrones fans out there. They'll 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 know. Okay. Um, and that is uh, for our listeners from Hemel Hempstead to Dublin to Oregon to Westeros, I guess, uh, where we might be going back fairly soon. We'll have to talk about you know the the the, the prequel at some point. Mm. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Matt Smith as a Targaryen. This could be bizarre. But that's for a different day, and that's for when we talk about that. But in the meantime, thank you very much for continuing to rate, review, subscribe, and share growing um, our, our little family as we are. And um, as a family, it's important we stay in touch, obviously. And to do that, at Geeking in Pod is the best way to reach us on Twitter and on Instagram. And in our profiles there, you will find the Linktree link takes you to everywhere we are, including Teespring, uh, where you'll find the store that sells our T-shirts, our mugs, and our face masks. And uh, the T-shirts are very classy, they're very elegant. You're not going to stand out in a crowd. You're in a bad way. Uh, you're not going to feel as if you know there's a huge amount of eyes burning a hole in you. You know they are very, very austere they are very you know nicely done uh, low key if you will no <laughs> very good <laughs> I, I, I don't feel you mean that um, <laughs> and speaking of low key we've had episode one but to hear Ooh. us talk about that you will have to wait till the end of the show like we have done with one division and a few others we will discuss that in full detail, uh, knowing that when you're listening to this episode, two's probably dropped, and I hope mm -hmm. it's good. Don't tell us. Spoilers. Um, but we will talk about that at the end of the show, so if you haven't watched it yet, if you are doing a B, although B's not doing a B, so I might need a different term for that, saving <laughs> them up, binge them, um, then um, you will be able to listen to our conversation. You will be able to listen to um, our recommendations, and then you will be able to come back at a later date and listen to us talk about Loki. Because what we don't want to do is put you in a difficult or compromising position. Speaking of compromising positions, interesting stuff came out about the Harley Quinn. <laughs> that was better. Was that better? That was better. Warming, warming up. 
um, which is something that Batman may have said to Catwoman, apparently. Harley Quinn is currently um, being worked on for the third season coming to HBO Max. The second season comes to E4 in uh, a week's time, I think it is, mm. uh, alongside the new series of Rick and Morty, and I cannot wait for both of those. Um, but um, there's been some conversation going on about Harley Quinn and coming through. Co-showrunner Justin Halpin uh, told Variety, it's an incredibly, it's incredibly gratifying and free to use characters that are considered villains because you have so much more leeway. A perfect example of this in the third season of Harley is when we have a moment where Batman was going down on Catwoman and DC was like, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They're like, heroes don't do that. So we said, are you saying that heroes are selfish lovers? They were like, no. It's that we sell consumer toys of heroes. It's hard to sell a toy of Batman if he's going down on someone. Um, Harley Quinn's been around since 2019, uh, folded into the HBO Max show uh, uh, platform. Uh, as I said, over in the UK, it's on E4. We had uh, Series 1 uh, run um, a little while ago. And as mm -hmm. I said, Series 2 is due to start next week. Uh, Kaylee Kuoko? 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 Kuku, um, Penny from Big Bang Theory, mm -hmm. uh, stars as Harley Quinn. Um, we also have uh, Lake Bell, uh, Dietrich Bader, Adam Tudyk, um, Ron Funches, Wanda Sykes, uh, Jim Rash, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, uh, Jason Alexander, J.B. Smooth, and more doing the, the, the brilliant voices for this. Um, B, let's start off with, let's start off with the sex, because that's why people come to us, especially to you. Um, <laughs> would you be put off, um, if in a cartoon they had Batman going down on Catwoman? Um, do you want that from me, Batman? Maybe not personally. <laughs> Alternatively, you know, correct the record. Uh, um, no, is the answer to both. Um, <laughs> I forgot you... what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stick to the answer. No. Um, you know, I, 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 I really don't see why we need to see Catwoman's kitty. Um, it, it's, it's just, it's... No, you know, I I love Batman animated, and it it's it's fun. It's dark, or some of it's dark. Some of it's weird, you know, Batman Ninja. But it's still Batman. I don't really would be wanting to think about all the other stuff, you know, that happens. Fine, you know, I'm I'm sure, you know, Bruce likes to get his rocks off somehow somehow but <laughs> <laughs> but he, he <laughs> what kink are you suggesting he has here well yeah if you see I mean, it his, feels his have you seen his cave <laughs> it, it does feel like you know leather and 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 you know bondage masks and everything feels quite tame for batman <laughs> that feels just kind of a little bit like run of the mill 
Yeah, but do we really want the story to go there? Do we really want to be seeing that? I, I, I would say no. So um, it's really interesting because uh, in the context of Harley Quinn, I'm not sure if it bothers me. However, um, the introduction of that relationship and the, the, the sexual component in the Killing Joke adapt adaptation mm -hmm. um, really did damage the story for me. Um, because I don't think it was needed. I don't think it was warranted. The story hung up perfectly for, you know, almost 40 years without it. Why, why do you feel the need to introduce this, especially in that kind of relationship between um, Batgirl and Batman? Mm. But, you know, in this, you know, the logic of, of him and Catwoman having a relationship doesn't bother me in any way, shape or form. We've seen it in the comics. We've seen it in the films. Mm -hmm. We've seen it mm -hmm. in, in various makeups. Um, you know, the idea of them getting caught in the middle of action again, in the context of Harley Quinn and the cartoon, um, you know, it kind of feels within the, the wheelhouse of, of, of what they're doing. Um, I, I don't think it would be um, gratuitous. Um, I think that it would almost be implied rather than, you know, if, if, if you mm. are looking for for something more graphic then i think you're into the world of uh, porn parodies of this i'm sure there's there's about the dark knight rising um <laughs> in a porn parody setup um but yeah so that's the, you know for me it, it kind of works with with the context of, of the, the show, thing i guess yeah. have you seen did you watch series one of harley quinn I've watched the majority of it. I wouldn't say so, I watched all of it. I mean, uh, I, I see what you mean. It, it it does work with how the show's written um, and how it plays out. But, yeah. Um, and I think it would work better in that situation than some of the others because, you know, basically you, you, you would imagine that it's likely to be something to do with them interrupting Catwoman and Batman and finding them in that situation rather than, you know, it being something more graphic mm -hmm. or plot point. Um, now, you are not overly a fan of this type of animation comedy. So, you know, I know that's a general statement, but, you know, I, not hugely a Rick and Morty fan, didn't no. really kind of get on with, um, I don't think he even tried Solar Opposites because of that. Um, you know, a lot of what we've talked about in regards to some of these just, just aren't your, your humour, aren't your style, aren't your whatever. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've checked out. I've watched the first episode and, and no, it wasn't for me. So I'm interested you know, knowing your love of the Harley Quinn character, but knowing that this is style usually. Mm. Uh, Lower Decks was the other one that you, you, you didn't quite That's right. click in. Um, so, you, you, you know, it, it just doesn't seem to kind of resonate with you. 
how did Harley Quinn do? I'm assuming from the fact that you watched most of it that it didn't grab you. No, I, I tried desperately to enjoy it, <laughs> but it, it just it, it just didn't work for me. Um, it was funny in bits, but it, it didn't grab my attention. It's it's not my 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 bag, unfortunately. And what is it that's not resonating with you? <sighs> I don't know. See, in my head, the perfect superhero movie is is what Marvel produce. That to I me so is. So thought you were going to go for Batman. <sighs> yeah, and, and a little bit of that. I, I do like the puns on that. You see that 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 makes it. But it, it I'm not sure what Harley Quinn is trying to be the the, the animation um, show. I'm not yeah. sure which, how it's being pitched. You see, for me, that's not clear in my head. Um, fine if it's if it's just a show um, without Harley Quinn, then you know it might be it it might resonate a little bit differently with me. But Harley Quinn, I think I've got a certain image of Harley Quinn, and that's not Harley Quinn. Yeah, and I think that's. Um fair but you know that's that's the bit isn't it is is you know that's the the um they, it's a very stylized version and i don't necessarily mean the animation although it is um the type of conversation the type of humor it is 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 very stylized and it did take mm. me back a little bit i think at the beginning um about how willing it was to parody itself and the DC universe um, and how, how, how um, kind of bawdy and graphic they were, they were happy being. Um, but I, I thought it was very interesting. I thought, you know, it was a, a, a good use of characters who we're now seeing start to become a little bit more mainstream like mm. um king shark and a few others yeah um you know kite man as a recurring character is a very interesting kind of uh setup um and it's it's very interesting the bits from the comics that they're taking and using as canon like for instance the relationship between harley quinn and poison ivy yeah yeah um I mean that's that's interesting. I mean that sort of element that sort of element is is quite interesting that they're pursuing that. But going back to the original story of of Bat getting his his rocks off, it's I, I, I see that to me is, is shock. And yeah, it's uh, but it is it's it, it's but it's, it's the show. You're right. It's, it's belly laugh. It, yeah. it, it is. It's that you know. Uh, it's uh, and I guess uh, you know the follow up on that is because you could do that with others to try and get the similar kind of results. So you know you could have them swinging past or walking in on something regarding um, Nightwing and Batgirl, for instance. Mm -hmm. Would that make it better for you or not at all? 
No. <laughs> no. So it's not just the characters. It's not just the fact that it's Batman and... No. You know, how I, do you... I, yeah. So it's, it's for me, super, superheroes need to be wholesome. Okay. It surprises me because you're the bigger DCEU fan out of all of us. But they still need to be wholesome. So Snyderverse. Mm. How are you defining wholesome? <laughs> There's a certain... I mean, we don't need to go into Fifty Shades... Side so, of so it is specifically around sex rather than anything else, because you know the, the the amount of murder that's going on in Snyderverse. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, I watched it again uh, the other day. Um, All twenty four hours of it? Uh, no, just just the, just the four. Um, uh, was, was was this the Justice's dull cut or? Uh, it was the one which is available on uh, Virgin Media. Uh, other other streaming services that do exist and, and are or is easily as good. Um, but if Virgin Media do want to sponsor us, we are available. That's true. That is true. Um, and the you know the idea of of Virgin does fit with your your wholesome sensibilities. <laughs> there you go. See? So it works out very well. So will you be checking out season two, or or have you had your fill? Um, um, I might give it a try. See if you know. I do. I do love Harley Quinn. I think um, Harley Quinn is such a great character. Um, I I will give it a go. Yeah, I mean, I I, they give her more to do in this. Mm. So you know, the arc of season one about her and the Joker and um. I, you know, I thought that was a far better story um, than the way they did it under yeah. the 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 Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey style. Hmm. Um, it it almost seemed as if she had a bit part, rather yeah. than a main. But I mean, it, it, there's there's a certain amount of heartbreak in. The, the, the cartoon one they are, and you know they've got more time it's a bigger story it's a bigger arc blah 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 all the stuff that we know um, it's it's about her um, mm. but there is you know they earn it more in the sense of you know you do see her you know the, the start of the first episode is her being basically fed to the Batman to um, so that the Joker can and has this whole kind of, you know, I, I'm in Arkham, but Joker's going to come and save me. And he doesn't, oh. and he doesn't, and he doesn't, and he doesn't, and then they break out, and he doesn't, and he doesn't, and, and you know, it gets to a point where somewhere in one of the episodes, there's this kind of bit where there's a choice between the Joker has to choose whether he wants to save Batman or Harley Quinn. Yeah. And he chooses Batman because Batman being there as his foil is more important to him than Harley. Than Harley, yeah. Which is a, a just again, just you know, a really interesting kind of characterization of their relationship and her realization of, you know, how how 
abusive the relationship is. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting, but it is peppered. All of that heartfelt and all the rest of it is peppered with a lot of very. And there were some bits that I thought really hit, and there were some bits that I thought really missed. So, I I understand why it might not be your flavour. It's right because I'm incredibly wholesome. You are, you are, um, it, and and that's that's something that everyone knows about you. It's it's you know, it's why so many people flock to your OnlyFans um, <laughs> to watch you be wholesome. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. It really does sound wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I'm really struggling to work out how to segue between that to uh, our next news item because I have no idea how I'm going to do it. So I might just start talking and then see how it works through from there. Um, Harley Quinn, we know, is coming out, uh, as I said, uh, next week in the UK for Series 2 and Series 3 of Harley Quinn will come out in America um, towards the end of 21 or the beginning of 2022. Um, and contains a wide range of um, characters, and uh, her crew is quite varied um, uh, in uh, its characters, including King Shark, who we'll be seeing this summer in The Suicide Squad. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what James Gunn can do on the, the, the legwork I'm putting into this is ridiculous. Um, okay. It will be interesting to see what James Gunn does with the Suicide Squad after the success he had with making uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one of Marvel's biggest um, surprise hits. Um, and speaking of the Guardians of the Galaxy... <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Jesus Christ, well, well, I mean... Well done, though. <laughs> I feel that there's people who have got home from their commute, started their commute and got home from commute, from in all of the time that segue was <laughs> oh god damn that was that was that was definitely a, a long time Round of applause, we're here um building on the probably fairly surprising success of guardians of the galaxy as a viable franchise um uh square enix announced uh, at their E3 showcase, um, that the next Marvel game, uh, due to drop on October the 26th, 2021, will be Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. It is um, very interesting to see the steps that they've taken away from Avengers, uh, which was the last of their games and was recommended by T a couple of weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so whereas that was last week, in fact, um, so whereas that was very much focused around that team, um, ethos and being able to switch in and switch out of, of players, this one puts you squarely in the, uh, jet boots of Star-Lord. He is the character that you play and the other members of the Guardians of the Galaxy are AI companions who you can task to fight, etc., etc. Um, 
it's a single player game, third person action adventure game. Um, possibly more akin to the likes of Tomb Raider and Uncharted than uh, Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, through the game, you make choices that will impact um, how the game plays through. So you have choices of you know, option A or option B, and that will create its own story um, beyond the way. Um, it is uh, due to be released on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S and PC. Um, and the official description says, fire up Star-Lord's jet boots for a wild ride across the cosmos in this third-person action-adventure game, a fresh take on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. With the unpredictable Guardians at your side, blast your way from one explosive situation to another with original iconic Marvel characters caught in a struggle for the fate of the universe. You've got this. Probably. How are you feeling about Guardians of the Galaxy coming to your PlayStation 5, 4, or Xbox? Sounds interesting. (laughs) Um, I mean, I, I, I haven't invested in Avengers yet. Um, the last Marvel game I invested in was uh, Spider-Man, uh, which was based on your recommendation, Jay. And I was that the it. Marvel? Was that the Miles Morales one, or was that it, the Peter no, Parker it's one? Miles, no, Miles. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't played the Peter Parker one yet, uh, but is what the is original one is? Um, no, no. Wow. So I'm really interested to see when you go back, because it's definitely worth playing. Definitely, definitely, definitely worth playing. Uh, But I'll be really interested to see, with you working backwards, in essence, um, how that feels for you. Mm, Okay. I've read some of the reviews, and I I think there were issues with um, gameplay and how uh, Spidey swings, etc., so, I I don't think you'll notice them. Okay. I I loved the first one, and I loved Miles Morales um, because they they took the, it and moved it in an ever so slightly different way, um, and a, a, a new Miles Morales uh, action figure was announced today that I am <sighs> very very itchy for. It's him in his 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 camo, like his invisible camo with his Ooh, Venom okay. Strike fists, um, and it looks very very cool. And I'm, I'm very, very itchy for. So I've walked away from sites that that T won't let me mention a couple of times. Um, <laughs> it's with S. Yes. <laughs> um, but um, it's fair to say we've had different experiences from their customer service. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so I, 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 I think you should check it out because I think you're good. You, you will enjoy it, and the storyline's brilliant. Mm. Okay. I'll add it to my list. You should um, do. Anyway, sorry, you were talking about this one. Yeah, so Guardians I'm, I'm intrigued about because, I mean, I, I loved um, the first Guardians movie. Second Guardians movie I also liked. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very interesting how they've moved away mm. from a lot of what the Avengers models were. And I do have um, 
a, a mixed relationship with um, Marvel's Avengers. I've not I've not completed it yet, and part of that's to do with with technical issues with my PlayStation Four not wanting to take discs at the moment. Um, but the fact that they have moved away from the team-based structure, they've moved away from the microtransaction structure that's in Marvel Avengers. Um, it's a really interesting step and and one that I think kind of follows a lot of models at the moment. Um, what they've done on this one, like the Avengers, is the models are familiar but different. So Star-Lord doesn't look like Chris Pratt. Um, mm-hmm. And even Rocket and Group have, have slightly different designs so that they don't look as if they are lifted straight out of the MCU. Um, it might be like with Avengers and other things um, that the outfits at least um, will be DLC down the line. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's different. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. It's interesting. They seem to be building the music in as a storytelling device um which is very very cool um you know the the way that combat works looks quite interesting as well as kind of as i said the cutscenes. the cutscenes for me felt a little like um kind of the mass effect red dead redemption style Mm, karma style way of you know do you want to go one way or do you want to go another not not quite a standard because i don't think they'll they'll allow you to play uh, Star Lord as a as a heartless asshole, um, but <laughs> but you know you, which is half the fun of these things. Um, but did yeah, I mean, en- did you enjoy uh, Redemption? I did. Again, it's one I've not finished um, because of the same issues I have with with my PlayStation. Um, I mean, who would enjoy just riding around and you see? I don't like that open world kind of thing um you, you need to have something to do kind of but you do like, with red dead redemption there, there's so much to do and and the the crazy completist in me you know i'm hunting flowers i'm i'm trying to kill and hunt animals with certain weapons so that i can get the best pelt from them and you know, all the, the, the other crazy stuff. Um, so for me, you know, all of that, that adds to it. Um, and, and, you know, there, there's a decent storyline to it, but it's all of the, you know, you can get lost in doing a thousand things in between that just, just because. Hmm. That doesn't appeal to you. The game, I mean, the game is beautiful as well. Um, you do just get so lost in the just the you know the the the, the effects they've put in and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, it is a game that I've kind of joked before that you know when the rain sets in and it's like you know absolutely pouring down because it's a storm, you do kind of feel a little bit cold because it's just so well kind of you're animated and the sound and, and all the rest of it, you almost do feel as if, you know, the, the cold's getting to you and it's time to get out of the rain and go somewhere. 
Um, so yeah, so I, I'm for that, and and Mass Effect as well. I enjoyed kind of that kind of like you know. Do you want to say you know tough shit and shoot them in the face, or do you want to say that's all right and give them a hug? Um, apparently, in all of these games, the overwhelming play is is the virtuous answers rather than the the asshole answers. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, interesting, isn't it? I mean, my my kind of game, um, you know, my go-to type of game, Mortal Kombat, which I love, Mortal Kombat 11, um, absolutely love that game. I, I love um, racing games. Um, so that that's my, my bag when it comes to PS4. So um, Battlefront um, that you also recommended, um, I enjoyed it to a degree. Um, Ah, uh, yeah, but so Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, yeah, you know, wait till we're all on that. Okay. Yeah, uh, the the fun on that is partly, you know, you being in a group with your friends being stuck shouting because suddenly Obi-Wan's chasing you down with a lightsaber. <laughs> and the sheer panic you have of that and stuff. So, yeah, um... Okay, we'll wait. You know, that that'll be the we'll 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 speak to T. We'll get a place where we're all playing, and and you know you can you can judge it from there. I think. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested in this. Now, there was something in the actual launch video which I can't find for looking, which actually was talking about a couple of the uh, comic writers who helped introduce. Uh, Guardians um, uh, and some of the, the 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 comics around kind of War of the Realms and you know all the way back there, mm-hmm. um, who had been involved in writing some of the storylines in this. Um, mm-hmm. So as much mm-hmm. as it's a new story, my understanding is, and I can't find anything that tells me this, um, but my understanding is that this is written by uh, writers of guardians um or at least executively consulted um and and the 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 music apparently is going to be big um factoring into the gameplay they suggest so we will have a version of the awesome mix uh 30 licensed over 30 licensed songs everything from iron maiden to rick astley to kiss to wham to blondie um (laughs) that's interesting and um you know things like uh, Hero and um, uh, Joan Jet uh, were in the trailer. So, uh, oh, like Final Countdown as well. So, yeah, it, this uh, the music is, is going to be um, pretty impressive, I think. Oh. That sounds interesting. When's that due out? October is uh, when we're expecting that. So not long. And whether we get that before the currently delayed Knights of Gotham, we will see. And whether PlayStation will be able to create any PlayStation 5s before that, we will see. Because mm. um, they seem to be failing with that fairly miserably at the moment. Is that on your Christmas list, Jay? 
Um, yeah, I don't know which year it's going to be on my Christmas list for at this rate. <laughs> um, I am there. There is part of me that's almost tempted to to go back to Xbox just because. Really? Wow. They're there. So, I mean, I, I started I, as an Xbox back when Xbox came out. So Xbox and Xbox 360 was me. And then after my Xbox 360 had a red ring of death, I went to a PlayStation 3 and kind of stayed. But, you know, if I can get an Xbox Series X, but I can't get a PS5, then, then maybe that's my answer. Wow. Because I don't want to pay £800 for a PS5. Yeah, but I mean, PS4 is good enough for me. I've got a PS4 Pro, um, and that Ooh. just works fine for me. So my difficulty at the moment is, as I said, my PlayStation 4 is playing up. The, the I've I've got a, a weird disk drive that keeps ejecting the discs, um, which is uh, apparently a known fault with PlayStations. Um, I could get it repaired which might fix it. Um, I could replace it and get a new PlayStation. But it's one of those things of like, you know, if that's going to cost me 100 to 200 quid, then how does that stack up against, you know, getting a new PlayStation 5? Except there are no new PlayStation 5s available. So, yeah. That's the question. But that's for me to, to, to ponder in my, in my, my silence somewhere. Um, but let's move on and discuss some recommendations for the week. Mm-hmm. And the recommendation isn't going to be uh, whether I should get a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 5. I was going to say. <laughs> PlayStation. So, Young B, what's your recommendation for the week? Well, firstly, thank you for calling me Young. And secondly, You're my welcome. recommendation... Um, is something I recommended previously. I'm going to recommend season two. And I'm going to recommend Ragnarok, which is currently available on your Netflix um, streaming service. And it is super. Um, So those of you who've listened to this recommendation about season one, uh, we'll know that it follows a chappie in uh, uh, Norway who um, discovers he's got some powers. So it's it's not your Marvel big budget Thor ripoff. It is it is a more realistic modern adaptation of um, Thor and um, everything that's associated with him. Um, and it is really, really good. I mean, fine, it, it is in Norwegian, um, but um, it is dubbed in English, so you can certainly have that, um, or you can have subtitles. And it's really it's really quite enjoyable. I'm, I'm loving it. Amazing. Um, I've not watched a series one yet, but it, it's one that's definitely on my list after you recommended it last time, because I know mm. that both on the podcast and off. We um, uh, spoke about it and, and you you were a, a very big fan um, yeah. and got me very excited to watch it. Obviously not excited enough that I actually did watch it, <laughs> but I'm sure that will come. 
Yes, and and you know if if listeners um, out there have watched Ragnarok, do tweet in. Let us know what you think. Absolutely, um, or any other recommendations that that you would like to make on the show on our behalf. Mm. Um, I'm going to recommend. Uh, I, I thought about a few things, but after our conversation, I'm going to recommend Harley Quinn um, because I, I, I was a fan. Um, I uh, think it was um, a really interesting telling. I think it was really interesting to kind of see how they brought in characters from wider across um, uh, the DC uh, spectrum um, and, and, and built them in. Um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a tea show all the way through because it is you know, as I said, Kite Man's in there as one of your characters <laughs> and and various others. Um, it is not one to watch with the kids. Um, no. You know, as as we've said before, with the likes of Mincible and, and, you know, various other ones, please don't confuse it being a cartoon with it being one that you can put with the kids around. Um, but it is, you know... A, a great bit of storytelling it's it's some great character work um it's um yeah just a really fun show and i am looking forward to um uh to to series two and and beyond so harley quinn um i don't know where the first series is but i'm imagining that if series two is about to drop then it's probably somewhere on catch up yeah Uh, but hunt it out wherever it'll be Um, and that means that we are now at the point where we are going to discuss something that may turn into a recommendation fairly soon, possibly, and that is Loki on Disney+. Plus. So if you haven't watched it yet and you wish to remain spoiler-free, then hurry up because episode two drops any time now. Um, but... Uh, you are, you know, we wish you good night and we will speak to you again very, very soon. Uh, for those of you who have watched it or aren't planning to, um, then um, let's talk about Loki uh, episode one on Disney Plus. So, B, how did you find it? So, every time, well, firstly, I can't get used to Wednesdays. I'm saving it for Fridays. That's Wednesday's weird. Wednesday's yeah, weird. It is very weird. Um, every time a new Disney Plus show drops, I always think, you know, watching the first day, I think, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and yet again, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Um I think Tom Higgleson, Higglebottom is um awesome actor. Um, I think he's so he, he's made Loki him. Um, yep. And you know, I I think I think it's brilliant. I think it's got the um, the chappy with the weird nose. What's his name? Owen Wilson. That's the chap. I think he's brilliant in it as well. I think such a great foil for loki as a character i I think it's brilliant and what they do in the show and i'm sure we'll run through it um the tva are the most powerful organization 
in any multiverse. Yeah, I mean, and this isn't a, a scene by scene breakdown. This is us talking about it. So we're going to jump around on that. Okay, and, you know, cool. one of the things for me that that was brilliant in showing just you know a, a, an incredible way of of you know launching into phase four as well is because we we expect multiverses and time travel and all mm. of this to be kind of at the heart of of this journey from what we what we gather um but the the most amazing way of showing that you know oh infinity stones and the end of everything that's cute um <laughs> is him desperately trying to get the tesseract back because yeah. it was stolen from him as he or or, or taken. um taken from him um impounded from him um and in doing so opens up just a random draw and finds it full of infinity stones <laughs> because out of all these timelines and all these variants that they've they've taken and fixed up and all the rest of it you know so many of them are about trying to to, to steal these infinity stones as you can see and so they have just kept these little trinkets and you know there's a there's a throwaway line about you know there's so many of these that some people use them as paperweights yeah so what we've just spent the last 10 years watching this fight for mm. and the importance of and the power of and the the destructive nature of and you know everything that was infinity war and everything that was in endgame and everything 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 in this setup is no more than a trinket. It's pretty, pretty powerful. Really, was? Yeah, pretty powerful. And I think that took Loki as a character away. He was really devastated at that thought. Um, yeah, I mean, well, it was this great kind of moment of him realizing how small he was, because there yeah. was, you know, and it kind of led on from that. Um, interaction with Agent Morb Mobius, 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 Mobius yeah. being the, the 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 vampire that I'm not interested in seeing. Um, Agent Mobius of of you know, so so tell me what's the plan? I'm going to be the king of Earth. Okay, just Earth, and then the nine realms. Okay, so so Earth and a couple of planets. And it's this kind of like you know you're so small mm. in compared to what they're talking about, and you're biggest plans your biggest dreams your wildest most fantastical fantastical mad machinations of this actually really don't matter mm. and it was that point where he almost had that humbling experience of this is the greatest power in the universe yeah it, it was almost like the breaking of a god in essence yes yeah. Um, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. And that, in there, I love the um, scene um, um, where he's waiting in line and you go through a little animation cartoon explanation of, of who the TVA are, um, TVA are. Um, and Miss Minutes. Yep. Um, it's brilliant. And, you know, they explained the timeline, um, as was explained in Endgame. Um yeah, so it's it's really. I'm not sure if I 
I'm not sure if I've decided if the TVA are good or bad, bad thing yet. I yeah, I, I don't think you're 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 meant to yet. Oh, okay. um, so it will be interesting to to watch it play through and play out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting kind of setup all the way through, um, and. Um, you know, it looks as if it's building to, from what they were talking about, you know, about nexus points and, hmm. and you know, breakdowns of timelines and multiverses and, you know, all the rest of it, you know, it does feel like this is building to Doctor Strange, as, as we'd expect, but almost the Secret Wars storyline, uh, the more recent one, about kind of the battle worlds and the different, you know, worlds coming through and, you know, doom in the comic uh, being responsible and, and overseeing it all um, and, and that undoing of reality. So it, it is really interesting of, of how they've kind of framed this and these variants that fall out that, you know, basically they reset the timeline and they delete them if they need to. Mm. Um, and there's a very interesting theory about um, one of the characters in the background seen being escorted who looks to maybe be wearing the same clothes that we've seen Peggy Carter wear. So maybe, you know, there's a variant out there that's a Peggy Carter variant or, or anything. Um, but yeah, just really interesting to kind of see how it all plays through. Um, how did you feel finding out that it was Mephisto all along? <laughs> You're referring to the church scene, aren't you? I am referring to the church scene. Yeah, well, there you go. They were having a little giggle at our expense, weren't they? So this is, um, and I, again, it's you know, I don't know when this was in production mm. because I don't think it was in production when One Division was coming out. I don't think they've turned it around that quickly. Um, but, but it must be because I mean, obviously, the reference to Nexus was first made in in wonder no well yeah but so, scene. but what i mean is for them to so obviously they it's been written knowing what happens in wanda what's oh, going yeah. to happen in okay. in 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 uh dr strange 2 what's happening in no way home but what i mean is it can't have been i don't think it was written or filmed at a point where everyone on the internet is going mental about Mephisto in one division and those, those rumors running rife for them to kind of almost troll us with. Mm. So I think it's a coincidence. Just a very weird coincidence. But what it sounds as if uh, from some of the, the, the people who have spoke out who run the show is, no, no, it's Loki. And what he's pointing to is, you know, that, that devilish nature, the, the horns on his helmet. Mm. Those are the elements that, that's, you know, are devil-like, not it's Mephisto. But we'll see. We'll see. Mephisto. If you, I guess my aunt, my my question is, and it's one of those kind of things that you know hangs. And as I said, episode two comes out in a few hours' time, and maybe it gives us the answer because all of the reviews say episode two is the one that's that's amazing. So I cannot wait. Mm -hmm. um, 
But if you already tell us that Loki's the variant and it's a bad Loki is who they've brought in this Loki to go and find and blah, blah, blah. If that's your starting point and you're telling this up front, why is he hooded? Mm. Why not show us your fa- his face? You've told us who he is. There's no reveal in that. We know who that is. It's Loki. You've just told us it's Loki. So why the mystery of who he is? Hmm. I mean, have you not learned anything from Wanda and Falcon? No. <laughs> no, I have not. I'm still waiting for the Fantastic Four. I'm still waiting for Mephisto. I'm still waiting for Doctor Strange to walk in. All of it, please. No, I have not. I, I still remain incredibly optimistic and incredibly entitled. So all of that, please. So who do you think it is? Um, With the hooded claw? I, uh, I don't know. I I think that it could be a... You know, so I know, for instance, they're talking about a lady Loki. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's the variant on it. Um you know, we've just seen Paul Bettany acting against Paul Bettany. Surely we're not now going to have Tom Hiddleston acting against Tom Hiddleston. I think we could do. We'll see. I, 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 I just feel that, you know, for them to kind of be that upfront about it and then not show us who this hooded figure is just feels a bit weird. So we'll see how that kind of plays through. Um, but, you know, I'm happy to go with wherever they want. I guess the thing for me on Loki that that I would say against WandaVision and Falcon and the Wind Soldier is this one's funny. Like, it's designed to be funny. It's not got just, you know, the odd funny bit in. Mm. This one feels as if it's been written more comedically from the beginning. And you can look at kind of, you know, as I said, you know, and Wilson and a few others in it, um, the cast that are in there, all of this seems to be more comedic in tone. But that's, that's the nature of Loki, because as you said, he's, 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 he's the God of mischief and, you know, yeah. that, that goes hand in hand. And not the um, God of hurting people. Um, no. <laughs> But yeah, things like, you know, him getting hit and then slowed down. Yeah. So his face just continued to do that kind of wobbling as it worked through and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's um, I think it's really good and really funny. It's, 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 I find it sad to some extent because obviously he's found out he's a nobody, nobody now. Um, he's found out that he was responsible for killing his mum. He's found out that he dies. His timeline that he's part of doesn't exist. So I, I, I do feel sorry for him in so many ways. Yeah. And um, and I think that's right. And I think you're meant to, because I think there's a huge amount of, of humanization with him that they got through incredibly quickly. Um, you know, how do you turn the Loki from Avengers, um, who has just killed Coulson, who has just 
set the Avengers together, who has just tried to mm. conquer the Earth. How do you get him to where he needs to be? Um, without you know, without having that experience, that that all that way through. Yeah, because obviously in in the Marvel ten years, that character grew over a space of X number of movies. Yeah. And yeah. and over the experiences that we were just talking about. So, mm. you know, if you don't go through that, how do you get him to be the character that people were sad when he died in uh, Endgame? No, Infinity War, sorry. Uh, spoilers. Um, rather than the guy who got turfed out and beaten up by the Hulk. Um, yeah. Mm. Oh, exciting, exciting. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Absolutely. Um, yeah, roll on, roll on, roll on, because I cannot wait uh, for episode two. And we will be back next week to talk about it. We will uh, enjoy that. I will be teasing B with with comments about it in in a matter of hours that he won't realize what I mean until he watches it uh, in a matter of days. Um, uh, but that is part of the fun of all of this. And we will get back involved in the conversation. So if you have seen episode one, when you watch episode two, feel free to get involved at Geeking in Pod. What are you loving about it? What are you hating about it? What are the reveals? What are the twists that you think are coming? Have you given up on Mephisto and Fantastic Four turning up? Or are you waiting for something even bigger? Um, and that will do us. So we will speak to you again next week. Uh, continue to look after yourselves and each other's. And uh, we'll be back this time next week. Bye-bye. Cheerio. Cheerio.